0: Sydney, Sydney, come here quick. Dom, Dom, what is it? She's going to do it, Sydney. I think our new baby's going to do it. No, Dom, it's too early. She was just born. No, Sydney, look,
1: she's about to. She's standing. She's she's she, she did it. She did it. Get the get the camera, Sydney. Oh, Dom, it's so sweet. I can't believe it. Baby's first
0: dive. A bit later than I took my first dive, but still. Welcome to We all It Soccer Podcast by two United fans. I'm Notch. I'm Sasha. And I'm Caleb. This week, Liverpool win twice! Twice! No, no, Caleb. It was just once. Oh, thank you, Notch. Thanks for that interaction. I really appreciate <laughs> that. New beginnings. To bring in this new era of this podcast, instead of asking you guys questions... I'm now going to give you answers. Or oh, so we're just doing Jeopardy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is this show? <laughs> hey, you should know that already, that's a, Sasha. That's actually
0: re- real deep and real existential i not freaking out now. <laughs> Time for us all to quit. Um, what, are do- no. <laughs> what are we doing? No.
1: What are we doing? On this week, we have an existential crisis. No.
0: <laughs> but but I, I do have a question for you guys related to something you were just talking about, which was uh, Remastered Video Games. We were just talking before we came on the air. And I want to ask you guys, if you could remaster a soccer experience that you had, and I'm going to say in person, what okay. would it be? But like remaster, like you just want to do it again, but better or... Yes. Yeah, exactly. Could, could you change the results? Uh,
1: yes. Why not? Okay. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. You can't. You can't. It has to be the same. has to be the same. I know exactly what it would be. Okay, go ahead. Like two years ago after the sounders were in town uh we went back i went back with my friends to the hotel they were staying at cuz they were also staying there and i got to see all of them and there's uh, like there's Casey Keller and there's uh, Steve Zaccawani and there's Chad Marshall Brad Evans and they'll just hang out like really chill and like they're two tables away and i was fangirling too hard and, too, and i was too afraid to walk up to them, and like eventually my friends like were bolder than me went up and got autographs and i did it i just like talk to Zach Wandy Keller and I was like, "You're awesome!" And I'm like, like a voice squealing and everything. I wish I could redo that because, like, <laughs> those were legends and ah, oh, they were yeah.
0: I'm I'm the same way with our players, so I I I might choke up.
1: I mean, I like yeah. When I I saw two at uh, State Fair of the day like I saw Dotson Boxlaw, I was choking up in line, but I was able to actually like get a coherent s- sentence out. Good. It's, yeah, Boxlaw's Mo- super nice. Oh yeah, Mo- yeah, they're super chill. Yeah, yeah.
0: super funny. I talked about the Dark Clouds auction, not this year but last year, and then, then won his jersey or bought his jerseys for charity. But same thing, right? Same thing, okay. same thing. So, so what's, so, what's your uh, remastered moment? remastered just moment in soccer in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't change the. You can't change the outcome. It has to be in person, like your first, like an in person soccer experience. <sighs> If I can't change anything, like... Just reliving it again, I want to relive the... Um, with better graphics. With better graphics. A better viewpoint, better graphics. A little bit of VR maybe in there. Sure. Um Just Hassani's game Winter against Kansas City. Mm, yeah. Just slow it down, play it in slow motion for me. There you go. Yeah. New camera angles, New camera higher angles. poly models. You know, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. Um, if I had to... I think I would do Christian's Bicycle Kick against uh, Indy because I didn't actually like I don't remember seeing it in person I'm sure I did but I can't remember so I I want to remaster it in better graphics so I can actually like remember seeing it oh I'm, and Christian's go against the Cosmos I was deathly sick but also still there at the game and probably shouldn't have been so and you'd remaster trying, yourself yes so I had to be healthy enough you could there you go yeah cheer loud so alright so our remastered soccer moments. Good stuff, good stuff. Hey, let's move into a segment that we call The Championship. But The Championship is a game. Is it a game? Is it a league? No, it's a segment where we discuss America's top leagues, the NWSL and MLS. Also, hearing producer Nick's dulcet tones reminds me he's off uh, on his honeymoon at the moment. No, not on his honeymoon. No? (laughs) Just a trip to Disney. A separate trip to Disney. Next year, they're going to uh, England for the honeymoon. Right! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is the at like like uh, Chase Gaspers at pre-camp, these guys are pre-honeymoon. They're preparing. They're getting yes. trained for their honeymoon trip. This trip is kind of you know Disneyland is going to prepare them for Anfield. I mean, usually you go to Disneyland after you win like a trophy or something, but they're just like doing the pre, like Disneyland trip at Disneyland. No, he's clearly
1: uh, celebrating winning the Sounders winning. Oh. Like. Come and
0: on. He called that early then. <laughs> <They put> that <laughs> <trip around. laughs> he was like, Minnesota, s- Seattle, like, you know, good chance, you know, like, you got two teams in the race. <laughs> I like that you laughed hard at that, Caleb. Uh, all right, let's 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 talk, Sasha, about Sounders 3, Toronto FC1, MLS Cup, 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 Cup. Sounders win, 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 win. Uh, fight,
1: fight, fight, fight. Win, 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 win. <laughs> kill, 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 kill. Uh, die, die, I- die,
0: die, die.
1: <laughs>
0: you think fight and Win guy was at this at this game i mean sixty nine thousand people were well, so sure maybe ev- he was like one of them.
1: everyone and jesus was there <laughs> jesus the wrong jesus. jesus in portland <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be honest.
0: okay okay so um this game first of all a few facts sold out game Highest attendance ever for a sporting event at CenturyLink. Uh Amazon's Quidditch tournament did not beat the MLS Cup in attendance. I'm very And neither glad did he see Hotch names. Right, right. That's which is a pretty huge.
1: The attendance was so close to being sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty. It was like two hundred off. Damn it. <laughs> but Couldn't,
0: Sounders can't do a damn thing right. Yeah, Except you're you know, winning. <laughs> but you were so close. Right. So close. Earthquakes registered when each of the goal went in and then a massive one after the the final whistle uh the seismic scale images available online if you want to go take a look um it's pretty. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to see so many people. You know the the, the pictures of the uh, march before the match. It's kind of. I mean, you, I, I'm not a Seattle fan at all. Uh, I actually like them a little bit less than their Cascadia colleagues. You know, the two between the two relevant Cascadia teams, that is. Uh, but Ooh, still, <laughs> no one in Vancouver follows their team, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> or listens to us, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, but it, I got a little choked up seeing all those people in the street, like. Hordes of fans, like when the orcs invade, that's what it's gonna look
1: like. Except the the orcs will be prettier. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like you can yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going along with the, along those lines, yeah, it's very much like a Zerg rush. They're just it's the, it's everywhere. It takes over the town, and it was great that they were able to like Seattle was able to host it because this is the third time these two teams have met in the final, and last two times we were both in Toronto. Oh, no, they weren't both in Toronto. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we, the Evitron won once. So this was like, this was the trilogy that I had to complete. And it was the Revenge of the Sounders. And just like the Revenge of the... Of, uh, <laughs> re, just like Return of the Jedi, it was kind of
0: lackluster. And hey. it live up to the last one, t- Us <laughs> two. So I was like, oh, different director. I guess it's okay. But also like Ewoks, I guess. <laughs> w- which ghosts did they have in there? And Roger Lovesque, Casey <laughs> Keller. Um, but anyway, we, we, we saw Toronto dominate the first half of the game, or at least possession. Possession. Chances? Not chances. Not really. Well, they,
1: it, it kind and of the, was, It was they were playing at the top of Sounders' box, and it they were also able to intercept like every pass the Sounders were making, so it they, seemed like Toronto was going to win it.
0: They couldn't really create anything, though. Seattle defended really well, right outside their box and in their box. Um, as far as creating more chances, they did just to Seattle didn't have any chances in the first half, I remember. Um, one did save by Stephen Fry, kept uh, Benizei out but really beignet yes the delicious treat from New Orleans who was somehow else in Toronto and Seattle at the same time Um, pour some sugar on it only a few stores (laughs) (laughs) but he didn't and (laughs) that you when you dominate it half a day you wonder did we do enough are we still in control of this game are we gonna miss that are we gonna uh, regret missing those chances or not trading enough chances, and yeah, they did because they were again, set early second half, they were then in possession, hounding the sounders' bots, and the, but the sounders just hit him on the counter attack. shot by, tell them they damn. You are forgetting though, at halftime, Don Garber called the MLS scriptwriters and was like, You fucks, like, if you make this like stadium of 70,000 people upset on live TV, uh, I'll kill you. And so then they, like, you know called the right people. And play, the oh, yeah, that makes outcome. Outcome. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's... I mean, the tactics are important, but really it's the conspiracy that matters. Yeah, but it sounds like this his first goal with, uh, through Telvin uh Richard Shane off, uh Mavinda and, and then Justin, Justin Morrow. Morrow. yeah yeah.
1: Um, was not counted as an on-goal, though. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. Sure. yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna
0: say, John Champion called me, and, and we have to now sit here for the next uh, 40 minutes and discuss whether it was a own goal um, <laughs> oh god um, or, or whether yes or, anyone else want to argue that
1: well guess what like the victors get to write you know get to write history sadly that's that's the truth so guess what it's not an own goal yeah Kevin yeah, yeah. gets it alright
0: it, it was ruled by Opta and MLS has Kelvin Leardim's stole and I'm sure Mavinda and Mara are fine with that yeah. Oh, too bad. Now we got to talk about the rest of soccer happenings and not this one issue for the rest of our episode. Oh, oh we can no. about handballs in the Man no, 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 City no. Liverpool game
1: for 40 minutes. <laughs> 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 the rest of the world wouldn't shut up about it for 24 hours. So, Swenson
0: scored pretty quickly after that. It seemed like that goal Swenson, really... Uh,
1: oh, Victor Rodriguez. Victor Rodriguez. I will say that Gustav, Gustav Swenson was very imperative for, the, for, for this team, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, yeah right. su-
0: super sub Victor Rodriguez. 1-2 with Lodiero. And just right around some defenders. Moving to also... Again, not looking too great right there. He... he Touched some hits. Yeah, he's I was gonna say, he game. looked hurt. Yeah. Uh, knocked up by the end... Of the, knocked up? Yeah, let's say... He, he looked knocked up by the end of the game. Uh, he's going into the OBGYN later. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he... Chris Moving uh, did not cover himself in glory. Um... The the game did change though after that first Seattle goal. It kinda yeah. that that just turned the momentum over. It opened up. Instead of sitting back and waiting for Sounders to make a mistake where Toronto had to strike, they were trying to push the action and that again ended up um biting him in the ass when Victor destroyed yeah. and then Raul Rud Ru- Ru- really put it away off a long ball. I think we're on from um
1: Was it one? Uh
0: it must have been Sven- yeah. Svensson. It was some Die in the back line near near the back line all the way up, lumps it up, uh, past Mavinda, who then was basically in a full should have been in a full body task at the end of this game. He was beating up all game, and Rudy has beaten to the ball and just right over Westbury into the back of the net for the Sounders win. Pulls off a of shirt, sure. yeah. pulls off a shirt, does a little lap of the exterior uh portion of the the pitch area. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, at that point, it was it was game over. Even though Josie Altador came off the bench for Toronto, yeah, despite a quad strain, managing to get one back for Toronto, like and good he, header. He like, looked pretty mobile and pretty good in this time he was out on the pitch. You wonder if he would have started if he first off, if he would have made it ninety minutes, or if he had if he would have stored or traded more chances in the first half when Toronto were dominating.
1: I mean, it, it's said to say. Like Sounders were more tactical at like Brian Schmetzer. You can joke all about what he looks like. You know, he might look like a run-of-the-mill like guy doing your taxes. (laughs) Like that's the guy who helped Ziggy Schmidt win all the all the Civil War, and now he's in charge. It's their time there And he said a half We need to change something He puts in Victor Rodriguez And that kid does What he, he's oh, he, like He's so supposed good. to do yeah. He
0: was like a fire tracker Up the asses Of all the Sounders players Like <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. we're going Yeah <laughs> I think
1: him And like Gustav Swenson Were like we're not losing This game And Seven Fry's like I don't make saves like that Just like for us to lose So like step it up And they did
0: Yeah and Spencer Should be given some credit They had a lot of rough patches This year and Throughout the entire year They The, the Sounders failed Front office never lost Faith in him And he 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 uh, he coached through the best MLS defender in, in history retiring. He coached through their their now best defender being subbed, uh, sub suspended for ten games. Uh, in that suspension, their other best defender had uh injured yeah. for like three or four games. He they right he righted the ship every single time after those things happened. Brought in Victor Rodriguez, uh, brought in Rodriguez Diaz last year, and kind of made this team. Brand new and kind of a new force in the West, and they peaked at the right time. We say it every year: the Sounders, oh, they're not looking so good. We say it once a year: Are the Sounders to make the playoffs? Yeah, they're going to. They have every single year, and they've won two cups and they made it the cup three <laughs> times. There, we talked about how Atlanta and LSC or who's next dynasty? Like Seattle's pretty damn close to being one themselves.
1: Yeah.
0: And we, you know, early in the season, we were talking about um Seattle struggling and it's important when you go back to the to the form table and look a lot of those were draws.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they drew against us here.
0: Yeah. It, it wasn't I mean they were they weren't firing all cylinders necessarily, but they weren't shitty and I think they were victims of their own previous success where where, where you were like, "Oh, they're not running away with it. They have a so why aren't they just like screwing everybody over?" Mm-hmm. And so we kind of counted them out. Now they did come forth in the combined standings and this brings me to something that was also um, pointed out in the Boston Consulting Group report on MLS from 2016 how to make the league better uh, reported by Paul Tenorio and Pablo Maurer in The Athletic this confidential consulting report that was provided to MLS um, after some very expensive study from the Boston Consulting Group one of the things that they recommended was remove the focus from the the, the supporter shield only focus on the MLS Cup there's a bunch of other shit in there. Some good, some bad. I don't I, I don't know. I, if you guys want to bring that up later, sure. But I want to talk about the Supporter Shield point, because it, it comes up every year. I feel like talking about it every year. Do you think the Supporter Shield is relevant? Do you think it matters? Does it matter that the Seattle Sounders came in fourth and won the trophy? Would it have mattered if they were, um, you know, sixth and won the trophy? Like, where do you stand on this? Oh,
1: I'm gonna say this, and this isn't just because I do like LAFC. Like, I think the Supporter Shield does matter and needs to be we need to still care about because it is uh, like the European tradition the sign that you were the best team overall for the season and sadly what happened to LAFC is exactly what happened to Sounders a couple years ago they also won the Open Cup and the the Sports Shield in one year and then they didn't win it because the MLS Cup is a tournament it's like it's playoffs but the playoffs are a tournament
0: Uh, the way we looked at I looked at the lead is that the biggest markets the are going to be after the Supporters' Shield. It's over th- throughout a long year, the LA teams, New York teams, um, the big spenders, Atlanta, uh, Seattle, are going to be after that Supporters' Shield. It's going to take a lot for a team with the market size of, say, Minnesota or Kansas City or Columbus, or Columbus yeah. to be, to win the Supporters' Shield. It didn't happen, but it can take, it's not going to happen as often as LA or New York, the big market teams winning it. The playoffs are who's hot at the right time who's peaking at the right time yeah. and
1: and this, Bruce Arena and, and Galaxy were like dominated that for ages so, so
0: I think the Supporter Shield kind of measures who was best throughout the entire year while the playoffs measure who, who was the best at the right time and you say that about really any American sport that has playoffs that's really what yeah. it is and yeah. only but this, this season only Mar- they, those don't have this NHL does have the President's which is the best regular season team but but this it, season- it's different because yeah. yeah. like this Porter Shield is really important. That's how Soccer's done across the world is the best team throughout the entire year, just the trophy, and then it's, this is a little tough afterwards. It's it's different, but I think it adds a little twerkiness to this lead that, and you add adding the trophies like that, it adds a little more character to it. It's peak value versus lifetime value, right. and I mean I think the simple question is when you think. 2019 are you going to think Atlanta United in the Open Cup are you going to think LAFC in the support Shield or are you going to think Seattle Sounders i think 7 out of the 10 people we talk to probably will think Seattle Sounders yeah uh and do you ever see that changing do you ever see the supporters shield organically becoming more important cuz i don't no. i don't see a path for it no i don't no, see it no, no. maybe with People who watch the lead from other countries that are used to that kind of lead system tro- with that trophy like that. But in America, that's just how the sports did run, that playoffs are more important than the regular season. And, I mean, we got to say, though, this year's playoffs were amazing. Yeah. The, the suspenseful the, matches, the one-game knockouts were the best thing that this lead has system, done in yeah. a while.
1: And that system benefited Sounders even more because, like, the two-league system, they've been knocked out by Dallas and Arcel plenty of times on aggregate. They'll win their second game and still be knocked out. It's so like having the one off. Like that made me more confident that they were gonna make it to the final. Not necessarily win, but like make it there. And all the games were
0: there were. I don't think there were any just nil nil games either. There were goals in every game. Most games are pretty exciting, back and forth stuff. And yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, even this final, um, I think lived up to its billing, which is pretty damn rare. You don't yeah. see a lot of finals with yeah. in, in global tournaments with a lot of goals. Hey, let's talk about NWSL actually before we do that let's talk about uh, a couple of quick trades yeah. um, two quick trades Victor uh, I'm sorry how do you say his last name Aloha Aloha Yo. Victor Aloha says Aloha to Cincinnati and Aloha to Miami because it's also it's a hello ended by in Hawaiian and a Beatles song okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Dash Matardi transfers gets uh, traded from Chitado to Nashville um, Chitado Bassie has left Chitado is retired Though they're probably Captain has left For Nashville It's only fair Shadow You have to do it now Announce Talvo as Captain Yeah It's written in the stars You have to do it Also should mention That Nashville Have added uh, Defender Dave Romney From the LA Galaxy Um Uh Tad is still in DC Right Yep (laughs) Um Uh (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry that was joked for me and me alone apparently <laughs> no I got you I got you yeah, if you didn't laugh though no I'm kidding um I uh I saw Nashville adding a couple of other players but I can not remember their names right now we talked about when I mean added a homegrown keeper from San Jose too but I yeah don't remember did they just sign his rights for some damn and gam uh yeah, and they give they give San Jose a second round draft pick or something. Silly season is two Damn days old and they're already sick of it. <laughs> yeah. We're, seriously. Hey, speaking of silly season, we should talk about uh Darwin Quintero real quick. Um Minnesota United's Darwin Quintero announcing on Instagram that he uh wasn't going to be back I, I i can go look up his exact wording because what uh, everybody yes. declined yeah. his, his option, option to renew yeah they, that's not that, what he said, he, said? oh no he, he used a very specific set of words which everybody when they read it were like oh quintero just announced that minnesota united have declined his option but it can easily in my opinion be chalked up to a translation error uh on like I don't know about you guys, but a lot of his tweets, are basically felt uh, that he throws it into Google Translate and then posts uh, whatever comes up. The decision not to validate the renewal option. Exactly. So, I I don't know. I mean, at least that's what I'm hoping, because in when he tweeted this, Minnesota United, at first, when they reached for comment, were like, no comment. And then about an hour later, Kyle Larson reached out to them, and they were like... Actually, he's wrong. Actually. Comment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, no. Uh, so, anyway, we don't know what's happening at this point officially still. I uh, feel like this is going to be the story of the off season when we talk about Minnesota United. Well, we're really not sure, even though every news outlet is reporting something. We don't really know because Minnesota United haven't come up and, you know, confirmed the obvious. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the season is in full swing and they in no time. Nope, not at all. So uh, the rumor is that he is going to be... Tr- well, the rumor was that Darwin was going to be traded to Orlando for Dom Dwyer. Uh, to which uh, Minnesota United Twitter at least is like, no! Can you explain yourself, Caleb? Um, Sorry, I was busy gagging. Um, I don't want Dom Dwyer on my team. Why not? I don't like him. I, yeah, I just don't. He's a... He seems like the worst person to play. He's the worst person to play. these flops all the time, and he seems like a frustrating teammate and person to cheer for. I don't know. I just don't like him.
1: And you can talk about his history and his skill, but like we watched Darwin Quintero, and he was—I'll say it—like he was fun to watch right off the bat. I don't associate that feeling with Dom Dwyer when I watch him, even if he was like playing for a team I liked. Just
0: yeah. Also, he hadn't played. He hasn't played well since he left Kansas City. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had a garbage year. It was like two year, years yeah. ago. Yeah. He was once the most, he was, he was once the highest, highest uh, transfer, highest money transfer in, within the league, like 1.1 million. And that really didn't look well. Doesn't look good for Orlando looking back on it now. Yeah, he's, it was. He's not good. No. And I don't think he's ever ingratiated himself with a group of fans. I don't think he's ingratiated himself really with anyone except Sidney LaRue. So. I, I, you know, I'm kind of conflicted about this because, like, I will never boo a Minnesota United player unless you do something really heinous. I'll just not cheer for him. Uh, you, eh, I don't know. Uh, But at the same time, you know, watching what you had to say, Caleb, what Bruce has said on Twitter, what a bunch of people have said, I agree that it, given a choice, I would please say no to this man. Yes. Uh, Let's hope we don't have to. But uh, for me, if he's here, you know, I'll... I'll, he plays for Minnesota. You know, if he if he plays for Minnesota, he plays for Minnesota. Hey, let's talk about NWSL real quick. There's a new NWSL team, Louisville's NWSL team, uh, filed a trademark, uh, and it's been verified that their name is going to be Proof Louisville. So, I kind of like the bourbon scene down there. I'm guessing. I think that's what the reference is. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like us being like, are, are lie, they, Minnesota. Are they going to do uh, <laughs> player signing announcements when they have the players pop out of barrels? Right, right. <laughs> what? what, what? Uh, that would actually be good branding. Yeah. Uh What? Um, hey, Proof legal. Like, call me. I didn't market for you guys from Minnesota. What 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 would other cities do? We'd have like weed Portland, um, oh, uh, weed Seattle, weed we L. Like, A., <laughs> weed Denver, <Just> weed <laughs> all the teams. Uh, New York would be like crystal meth Albuquerque. I you know I I don't know I'm still kind of like I I think for me it's gonna depend on how they use the the logo because. Um, I don't think it's horrible. Like some people on Twitter, are like, "Oh my God, it's awful!" And it's not that bad. It might not be black and white too. To be purple and gold to match oh, their yeah. uh, crosstown counterparts in the USL's Louisville City. Oh, for sure. And the, the crest looks pretty great. I just the name is kind of like it's one of those like new the new trend of having like these awkward uh, names, which give me these uh, Austin Bold names, right?
1: <laughs> I, I like it. It's distinct though. Like it's it's not I mean, people always argue, I hate this uh, argument that like we don't need a real salt lake, we don't need to, you know, dynamo this. Like fine. Proof. Yeah. I like proof. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um we should talk really quick about the new NWSL compensation rules that were announced right before the MLS cup uh they are the their their new salary cap is just under 20% higher than it was the new top wage is $50,000 the the minimum wage has been raised to $20,000 transfer fees for players are now allowed and in a big big change $300,000 in allocation money is now available that owners can invest to keep top players who meet certain criteria. I believe the certain criteria is be Australian, be a quarter Indian in heritage, play for the Australian national team, score bangers all the fucking time for the Red Stars, and uh, be named Sam and Kerr. I mean that criteria is pretty narrow, but all these are very big steps in the right direction for NWSL. Yeah, they're um, I, I think generally this is a this is a good thing for that league. Alright, uh, let's uh, move into a segment that we call Top Lo-Fi Hits. Let's turn on YouTube, put on the sound-canceling headphones and study the latest from the U.S. Lower Leagues. And the latest from the U.S. Lower Leagues is that we have two teams going into the USL Championship Championship. That's what they call it, right?
1: Yes? I don't think it's the championship uh, squared so I'm going to go with that. Championship <laughs> squared. <laughs> the championship championship. So
0: which one's the day and which one's the lead? <laughs> um uh, the the final game. not here. He would have a, he'd short circuit on us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's uh it is actually going to be called the USL Championship Final and I believe the trophy is called the USL Championship Final Trophy.
1: Final trophy. Is it a, so, like it's the last like, trophy. It's the final
0: trophy.
1: Ba-da-da-da-da. I thought I was thinking more like final, de- de- final destination. Like, <laughs> oh no, those four players. <laughs> no, like if you're a team that doesn't win it, like you're off <laughs> to
0: death. Oh no, choose no. <laughs> not to play then. <laughs> I'm going hit the wrist. Um, They'll still find you. By the way, did you have you guys seen? Uh, That's how the movies work, yeah. (laughs) Have you guys seen Forward Madison's uh, player unveilings recently? I saw the one from yesterday when they just uh, shoveled Jiro's name into the snow. (laughs) For 45 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they had, they had a camera I think it was like on one of the, the roof of the apartment building across from Bree Stevens Field and they were like the camera was focused on the field and their social media manager went out and shoveled for 45 minutes the words Jiro <laughs> is back uh, in reverse order of course yeah. so um, uh, but I, I gave them no credit because they started with the, when they got to the third word they started with a J-I so it was new it was Jiro because it was a player was coming back it just started with the O you know yeah that didn't mean- a lot of people would. It would have been way better. I mean, way no, better. He could have just done that—the hit Jiro's name and been like, and cut, cut down his shovel time by half. Shovel <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, of was not funny, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> Why couldn't they give him by, like a snowblower? <laughs> It'd be so much easier. Um. Anyway, let's talk about the uh, USL Conference Finals. Uh, RSL coming up against the El Paso Locomotive, which, by the way. First of all, as, as one of you noticed, they play at Science Bank Stadium, which... What is Science Bank? No, it's a Zion Bank. Zion Bank. See, I think mine is better. Science Bank Stadium with Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, Bill Nye Field sounds pretty awesome right now, actually. <laughs> there you go. That that's that's a nickname.
0: The Nyes. Um, I mean, that. By the way, that's not even the only like confusing thing about this uh, this game. The other thing I noticed is El Paso Locomotive. They put E L P into the. That's really annoying. Yeah, it that just, is. What is just that? Do E P L. Right, right. It's like Emerson Lake and Palmer. Instead, just do English Premier League. It's okay. I think someone was trying
1: to (laughs) spell help, (laughs) and and they weren't able to finish. Otherwise, (laughs) why
0: why not do, like, Loco? Like, that that, would be good, too. See? But also, if you're worried about copyright infringement from the Premier League, don't worry, they're not watching. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, what they weren't watching was the Monarchs beating El Paso 2-1. El Paso managed to score in the dying minutes of the first half, but Salt Lake City, uh, which is how... Another annoying thing: the RS, uh, the the Real Monarchs are abbreviated to SLC for some reason. So anyway, Salt Lake City equalized right in the second half. Opened Um, the uh, El Paso player Kiffy was sent off for a second yellow uh, towards the end of the second half, and then uh, Real Monarchs managed to score off a corner in the one hundred twentieth minute of extra time Um, to of a sloppy header to get the former Loon Jack Blake uh, plays for. The Monarchs, and there's he has a on his Twitter account. He posted three pictures of him celebrating with the caption, um, when you want to celebrate the Dole with your the game winner and the 120th minute, but the tramps is otherwise. And there's w- one picture where they're all like piled onto the Dole store, and then that's picture Jack Blades is on his back, uh, oh, separate from the group holding his leg and streaming in agony. Uh, (laughs) It's really funny Yeah (laughs) And then the next picture Is the close up on his face (laughs) I You know I have not watched Jack Blake play this year So I can't really comment On his quality But I really want him back I miss him He's He's one of those guys Who was here for like A hot minute Yeah he had the the uh, celebration we scored goals with the bow and arrow, and he yeah, scored. Yeah. I think he was like one. He was playing as like a six to or an eight, and was he stored like three goals for us, and that was pretty good. He? So. he was like the more handsome Sam Nicholson, basically for us. I think here in Minnesota, I would agree with that. He has yeah, a nice yeah. beard now too. So, oh really? Yeah, oh, I gotta need to go see pictures. Apparently, hey Indy Eleven. Uh, played against Louisville City, but only managed one goal to Louisville's three, and this is despite playing at home. However, maybe it felt like an away game, because instead of playing at Lucas Oil Stadium, they were playing in their old... uh Field of the Michael A. Carroll Stadium. Yeah, the mic. The mic, yeah. I don't know how many games they've played other playoff games there. I would imagine now that the uh, Colts are back, maybe Lucas Oil is a little bit of a difficult venue mm. to book. They'd be like, you know, they need to go in there and be like, what the fuck, guys? This is just a regular season game for you. For us, it's the playoffs. Don't you watch <laughs> soccer? Don't you it's understand? It's conference finals, mate. Sorry, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you repeat that with American accent? No, no I can't. I'm a soccer fan footy, you know? So. <laughs> um, Indy opened the scoring in the 64th minute, but it wasn't enough because Louisville managed to equalize in the 94th minute. The keeper was up for the corner. Uh, one of their players, Antoine Hoppenot, managed to, uh I'm pretty sure it's or something like that, <laughs> managed to, to, to score a volley on Indy. Uh, Indy was hoping that it wouldn't go in. The not. It wouldn't go in. I couldn't make that a joke. I was really trying very hard. The the work is there. The, the, yeah. The, 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 the staff is there, just we couldn't build it up in time. Yeah, yeah okay, it. okay. All yeah. right. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah there was the first goal that India allowed in the playoffs, which is pretty impressive, but then they let in two more, which is less impressive, yeah. and, and the other season. And Louisville City, who really weren't that great all year, pulled the Seattle Sounders and made their <laughs> third... Shut No. down. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, but... They weren't the, like, and they just out to run on a run in the playoffs. Another batch in the their third straight USL Championship championship game.
1: is that right? It is. It is another level of good when you start being villainized and antagonized. They're like, I love that. I'm not I, saying it's it.
0: a bad thing. That's no, no. just what they kind of, their season mirrored the sound season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. did.
1: And also, Indy like not and, giving up a lot of goals, and then suddenly giving up three in, the, in an important game is very Toronto like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, and now I see like too. <laughs> so, so the championship championship is going to be played between Louisville and the Real Monarchs, uh, helpfully noted here as the RSL Monarchs, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's it's like you know the the keys are actually right next to each other. So it's um, Brussels Monarchs. Can we call them that, Russell Monarchs, Russell Monarchs. It's probably sitting in Russell somewhere in Utah. There you go. Just have them play there. All right. uh, We will return for part two of our show where we'll talk about national teams. We'll talk about England. We'll talk about Germany. We'll talk about some other stuff. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer. First segment after the break is going to be called Keep Hope Alive. Here's to hoping for the U.S. national teams as the women fight for equal pay and the men start the qualification process for their World Cup. First of all, a judge ruled recently that the women... Players, the women's national team players, can be counted as a class in their lawsuit against the United States Soccer Federation. So that's a great victory uh, at the start of this lawsuit, an important first step. So um, a good good first sign, let's just put it that way. Also getting their debut on Sunday against uh, Costa Rica were two players, Alana Cook... And uh, Midge Purse, Alana Cook plays for Paris Saint-Germain, and uh, Midge Purse plays for the Thorns. Uh, I think you will remember, Caleb, when we were talking about Midge Purse a lot back when uh, the Women's World Cup was on, and she was tearing up the NWSL at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, we took note, and apparently so did others as well. Uh, Vladko, is that the new coach name? Yep, yeah. That was his first game in charge. Uh, the score 6-0.
1: Uh, and this game was, I, I think, early on you knew it was how it was going to go because Rose Lavelle got a, uh, two assists in the first 10 minutes. Uh, Carly Lloyd gets the first goal in the fourth minute. Uh, then Morgan Bryan in the 10th. And it was really a completely one-sided game. Uh, I thought it could have been 4-0 at half. It was only 2-0. But then they went on to score four more. There you go. Yeah. Um,
0: kind of business as usual. Uh, yeah. New you- coach, same yeah. result.
1: Even with a lot of like big names not there, no Horan, no no Rapino, we still had you know Lindsay Williams came out and got a brace. Christian Press was trying all she was trying all day to score. She finally gets one off the bar and then within sixty seconds redeems herself and scores another. Like yeah, so US yes, women, it's good to know we have so much depth. We can just kind of put anybody out there. <laughs> it
0: is It is fun. It is fun having at least one team that we can all support that are always winners. and I hope it stays that way. Hey, uh, let's talk real quick about the men's national team where it is decidedly not business as usual because uh, Christian Pulisic is quote-unquote injured and will not be playing in these two games coming up against uh, Canada and uh, Cuba. Uh, you also have Michael Bradley who's injured. You have Zach Steffen who's injured. Although Zach Steffen managed to play, uh, start against Dusseldorf, which a lot of people were like conspiracy. He says he says it's like one of those uh, turning point USA memes where the guys like you say you are injured and yet you are playing in the Bundesliga. Curious, <laughs> uh, which yeah, guys. He, I mean, he, I, he might well just want to. Stay in Germany, not travel to the US and back. And taking two weeks off is taking two weeks, weeks off. Yeah. It's tendinitis so with, if you've had tendonitis, Ooh. you know it's, yeah. it's a pain. In, this guy, both knees. Yeah, it's a pain in the knee. I was going to say the ass, but more in the knee. <laughs> and and basically, yeah, it sucks. You can still continue doing stuff. It's bad for you, but you can. Yeah. And, and really the only way to fix it is rest. Exactly, not at, doing activity, and that's what he'd be doing if he went to the US. However, now is a break. So. However, it does look kind of curious with all these players getting injured. And then Ernie Stewart coming out and saying that Greg Barhalter's job is safe. Yeah, um, of course it is. More, I, say more on this. I'm just saying it, it's it been... It's been. Thank you. A year, I think, firing the coach right now, after you touched so long to get the coach, would make the front office of the U.S. men's soccer federation look. Ridiculous and stupid So sticking with Berhalter Really is Ernie Stewart's Only choice right now I'm gonna ring the bell Fight, fight. Sorry I, What? I yelled fight Fight Yeah <laughs> as, you, as you might remember We mentioned these Little bell segments <laughs> That are gonna be Exactly one minute Well mine's gonna be uh, when I have a few things I need to say, such as right now, what the hell is going on with the men's national team? What can we just have a normal fucking national team where everyone just fucking plays? Maybe we lose and don't go to the World Cup. But just, can, can we just stop with all this stupid conspiracy shit? What, what is this like? Ernie Stewart says blah blah blah. Pulisic says blah blah. Lampard, Bradley got hurt in the MLS Cup. Who cares? Can we just watch some soccer and just have a normal team and a normal federation? Like, is that too much to ask? Um, are you are you done? You still have some time left actually if you want to keep going. Yeah, I I I do I, I do have an answer to that. We do have a normal team and a it's just it's the women's team. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Damn. Yeah. I got thirty seconds left, Caleb, and you just took the air out of my like segment here. <laughs> um calm down. give you some perspective. Uh, let, let's talk about that Belgium game, huh? How about that from the, the World Cup, and then we then we can get angry all over again. <laughs> See, you need a bell in a oh, minute. Now. No! <laughs> all right, getting back into the rest of the show. Uh, the U.S. will face Canada. The men will face Canada on Friday in a quote-unquote must-win uh, That's Canada, right? Uh, typically, it would be a it would be a sure win, but this time it's a must-win, and then we face Cuba on Tuesday. All right, let's now move into a segment that we call—they call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but the English don't call it soccer. And in this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. We should talk about the games, though. Let's talk about Liverpool versus Man yes. City. Yes. Liverpool three, Man City one. Um, controversial call in the first opening minutes, um, where a handball wasn't given on Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um,
1: because it wasn't. Yeah, because it wasn't.
0: I uh, did strike his arm. Um, he wasn't making the silhouette bigger. Um, it was not It in a natural position, but... And this is the most important part here, and I do know, disclaimer, I am a Liverpool fan. Uh, the ball did hit Bernardo Silva's arm beforehand in the way they're it in the Premier League is if the ball hits uh, an offensive player. no, Even if it's inadvertent, it's a handball on the offensive player. So, straight from that, Liverpool clears the ball... Um, they didn't have Man City badge. Badge it's cleared out weekly by Gondwan, straight to Fabinho, who hits a rocket straight to the back of the net, past Paulo Bravo, who was in goal because Addison was injured, and who had a quick little um, stretch out in Atlanta before being sent off. And Kyle Walker put in goal actually midweek against their Champions League foes, but um, Kyle Walker was on the right, was, right back, uh, even though he did hit a shutout in that. So to bravo back to Dole. People were doing crap for that. He, said he should have done better. No, not in that shot right there. Seven minutes later, Mosala scores a header. Beautiful a be- header too. Yeah. Beautiful cross from. Uh, was it Firmino or was it Mate? Ra- it was Robertson. Robertson. It was a swinging pass from the outside of the boot that switched fields from Aljandar Arnold to Robertson, who then sent an early cross bounced over Fernandinho, who was trying to clear to uh Salah's head Salah's head who heads it in. Beautiful Joel. I'm ecstatic streaming, cheering. My dad's on the couch next to me judging me, but <laughs> do not care. Um then uh the first half ends two nothing. Uh seven and a half, minus stores early from across from Henderson. Uh Bruno Silva Silva stores Man City's only shot on goal in second half and uh yeah Done dust at three one. Top of the lead. What now? And you all screw, screwed the uh, English national team this game. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, Raheem Sterling and Joe Gomez got in a dust-up after uh, near the end of the game, apparently. Um, which carried over into the training camp of England as they prepare for the game against Montenegro. Um, apparently, again, I'm biased from, from what I, all the all the I've read. Um, Raheem came at Joe Gomez, um, there's reports of him putting a hand around his neck, uh, Joe Gomez had a scratch above his eye today, um, don't, we don't know what happened for sure, but apparently it's all cool now, but Reem Sterling's out for the game against Montenegro. Gareth Southgate dropping him to make an example, he, something else has been put up to make an example is Frank Lampard put up a schedule of fines uh, for Chelsea players uh, in August, uh, for you know infraction and someone got a photograph of it. One fine I want to point out is that if you're late to a Chelsea team meeting, it's five hundred pounds per minute as the fine. And the fine's doubled after two weeks if you haven't paid up. Yikes. I mean that's one way to recoup your transfer fees if you sign a lazy player you don't know what's I like, wants to step on team meetings. And they're all young, right? Just so you got to like set, it, set set set, set <laughs> discipline in yeah. place. Hey, youngest Chelsea team to ever play, average age twenty four to ever play in the Premier League. Uh, Chelsea winning two nil against Crystal Palace. Their good run of form continues. Yeah. Frank Lampard, what the heck? Pulisic with his fifth goal in three league games for Chelsea. He's gonna win the World Cup. He's gonna <laughs> win the World Cup. No, Seattle won the World Cup. Did you see that? Those hats. I did. Ten dollars. Just find so you get one. We should send it. To <laughs> we should him. send it to him. Uh, Yeah, so... Anyway... Pulisic is kind of tearing it up, guys. What the hell? I was kind of scared. We we were all worried about Frank Lampard's approach with him. Oh, he's having time to adjust. We're like, he's pretty this already. Well, I also feel like that's... Yeah, Yeah. and you play for Dorman. How different can it be? And apparently it can be a little bit different. And the way Lampard's managed him has actually been... Really fucking good. Like, he's he's playing extremely well. Um, Half the highlights we've watched of the game were him just torching the c- Crystal Palace defense and seeing a shot barely saved by the Crystal Palace goalkeeper. He could have had more. He looks like an f- absolute fiend on the ball right now in Chelsea Blue.
1: I think after that hat trick, he got enough confidence that he he plays towards the middle of where he's comfortable, and he like he, he kind of just takes over.
0: And I'm kind of happy staying in England. <laughs> and yeah. not coming back for just I don't know. maybe another... Edo bruiser dense Canada I,
1: I disagree because I I you, you I'll let it think know he I, has I, I hate
0: now that he can just <laughs> take over a game and just win no, I us? mean
1: I mean that's the horrible part right you see Bradley and, and J- Jordan Morris and Christian Roldan and Pulisic just being so great for the clubs and then like we, you watch our national team games and you're like, what the, where the fuck, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> this but is backwards world what's happening. I thought
0: these guys were good. <laughs> Maybe the tag there something, ah, uh, that can't be it. I mean, the, the other funny thing I gotta say is that over the years, people have continuously said Chelsea's gotta play its kids. Chelsea's gotta play its kids. It came up even just last year with Callum Hudson and Nardoi. And guess what? When they play their kids, they do really well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tem- t- 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 sorry, Tammy Abraham is the youngest Chelsea player with double digit goals in the lead. He is ten now. He died his tenth in his Crystal Palace. Yeah. Mason Mount's been really good as number ten for them. Saint Den is like one of the older young kids at twenty two. Yeah, 21. William also like William's thirty one. But
1: oh yeah, shit.
0: He, he just looks really young. found on youth, that that guy. <laughs> uh, Reese James and uh, Tamori and in, def- in defense, uh, Kurt Zuma is like twenty five. Yeah, as they're like senior uh, starting center back, it's nuts and it's the best thing that's happened to Chelsea is this transfer ban. Yeah, it's it pretty crazy. Is. Like, and like, I'm not saying that every English team should play their kids because not everyone has a great youth academy like Chelsea does, but it truly really worked out for them really well. And I can't see them going into the next transfer when they'll be in like, we should change a whole lot. We're in some European veterans in here when they're playing so well right now on their mm-hmm. Lampard. Chelsea are third in the table. Second, are Leicester City who managed to defeat... Arsenal 2-0. Jamie Vardy uh golden boot leader right now. Or golden what? ball leader right now. How did that happen? They're going to win the league again, man. Do not do, no. No. <laughs> no. No. It's our, it's our, it's our turn, damn it. What if Brendan Rodgers is responsible for Liverpool not winning that? I'll quit the pod.
1: <laughs> I'll quit the pod and watch soccer
0: again. That's what's going to happen. Okay, well, just, oh, I'm a Liverpool Liverpool
1: fan. Now.
0: <laughs> uh, it happens. I you know, just try to, you know, like, not watch or see it on any sort of media. Where, where do you guys sit on Emory hour? Sasha, you're an Arsenal fan. Yeah,
1: I, I keep. I'm actually flip flopping constantly uh, because, I mean, there are always examples of like band managers who get the job for way too long, and good managers who get lose the job. Bayern Munich's an example of that. I honestly think we should give Emery some more time. I think there's a lot of weird drama happening in Arsenal, like especially with, like at the start of the season we had we had problems with Classenek. Now we have problems with Xhaka. and there's really just I don't think Emery. I think it, it's easy to be angry at Emery, but I don't think he's the focal point of their failure.
0: Yeah, um, as a Liverpool fan, Emery in man, keep this going. <laughs> Sign more <laughs> terrible, big-haired defenders. I, I just want to see them rehire Wenger. Like, that's oh. that's what needs to happen. And then Wenger gets one last trophy before he uh, actually retires. That would, be, that would be my, like, dream. But, uh, hey, Sheffield United tied Tottenham Hots for 1-1. And 2-1. Um, they had a goal called offsides because the guys, like, bid toenail was it over the offsides line. Sheffield United is in fifth. They're in fifth place. Chris Wilder, we looked at his record... He's a really good coach. Everywhere he's been, is, is he's been successful, and he's doing it on the biggest stage in the world, in mm-hmm. the Premier League. He's yeah, it's he's doing fantastically, and it, he's a Sheffield United fan. Was grew up as a fan of Sheffield United, so I don't know if he'd want to leave for a better job, but. He's a he's, I mean, He has to be a club legend right now, the way he's they're playing, the way he is coaching them.
1: I mean, he's doing better than Tottenham, Arsenal, and Manchester United, so if it's not broke, don't I fix mean, mentioned it. I mean,
0: Manchester United is a mid-table team, so that's not a big accomplishment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so is Tottenham. Tottenham's a bottom-table team this year. Have you seen?
0: It's pretty insane. Uh, something we have to mention that happened during our off week was uh, that uh, uh, huming son was involved in an incident with a horror injury on uh, Andre Gomez, uh, of Everton um, If you Haven't seen the pictures uh, uh, You don't need to Don't just look it up it's I did it's I regret pretty, it It's a pretty horrible Ankle injury And it's very evident In the photos Let's just put it that way There's no blood or anything But uh, it's pretty bad um, Players Spectators Officials Everyone looked horrified uh, Looking on As this happened Son was completely distraught um, Another player Whose name I uh, know Serge Ayer Had to be or, subbed off Subbed off he turned, He was just shaking. Yeah, much. so uh, Huming Sun was actually sent off the referee, initially wanted to give a yellow, but then pulled out a red, looking at in the injury. That's not how refereeing works, uh, you can't give a harsher card just because <laughs> the person is hurt, so uh, Premier League agreed with that and rescinded the red after the fact.
1: It should it should also be noted that Sun, then he scored in the Champions League this week, and instead of celebrating, he took it as a moment of commemoration for, uh, for Gomez and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, which is like shows yeah, class because like he did not obviously did not intend that.
0: <clears> this <throat> podcast doesn't think that human son is a dirty player at all. No, really. no, 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 no. He, he, he's not. He's not a robot son. He's a human son. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, Newcastle beat Bournemouth two 0 DeAndre Yedlin scored. Yeah, DeAndre Yedlin scored. It was two one actually. I don't. I think I wrote that in run or whoever did wrote that in run because Harry Wilson scored Loni from Liverpool. So that's uh, why I wouldn't know. But <laughs> Yedlin scored on a header, which is. Pretty great by him. Uh,
1: so if the trend continues, that means he's probably not going to do well for the U.S. National team. He's <laughs> wait, doing well in his club Is he this going week. or is he
0: injured? <laughs> no, he, he got oh, called
1: Okay. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. He, then, uh, <laughs> good news at the bottom
0: of the table. Watford, 2 nothing over Norwich. Watford, the last team in the top four divisions of England to win a game. Congratulations, Watford. You... Probably don't have enough time to turn it around completely. You get little, like, tin medals in the thing for, like, their new <laughs> achievement. Here is a wooden spoon. Right? Share uh, that with the rest of your team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's all move into a segment that we call... They don't call it soccer in brackets. Some do, though, where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about already. First up, our friends in Germany at the Bundesliga, where Borussia McLeodbach, tips Fedora are tipping goals into the net and staying at the top of the table with a 3-1 win against Werder Bremen. hurt the BSC uh, getting, unfortunately, beat by RB Leipzig uh, uh, 4-2. Oh, sorry. Rosenball Sport. Rosenball Sport. That's right. It's not the same thing. No, no, no. So, uh, the top two now are McGladbach and Leipzig. Some order returning to the table with third-placed Bayern beating Dortmund 4-0. This right after they fired their coach, Nico Kovac. Who... Was fired right after they lost, was it 5-0 to Frankfurt last week. And Frankfurt aren't doing well, but Kovac won them the double. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
1: I think that there's talks about how he wasn't getting along with Mueller, and like Thomas Mueller played yeah, this he, game and got, was it two assists?
0: I mean, he's really dead, Thomas Mueller. Yeah. He's a Ram deuter who is a <laughs> space investigator. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, but but he is, you know, it's off- from the... The Champions. oh, the champions, like, yeah, yeah, but the, he, no, the Bleacher the Report, Bleacher Report yeah. champions but series. He's is up great. there
1: with those Bayern Munich legends like Ribery and Iron Robin because they're so good at scoring. And mind you, like he, he's overshadowed this season because yeah. Lewandowski is tearing it up in Bundesliga. But like, this is a scary Bayern Munich team. You've been watching them,
0: yeah. Alfonso Davies also playing very well for them. uh Canadian youngster from Vancouver. It's it's pretty fantastic. I mean, Ribery came out and said that he's in. That Davies is an incredible player. So, I'm. I mean, anytime in an MLS player does well I think it, it's good because it raises the profile of league uh, he's Canadian though so eh. but it's, anyway. a, it's a it's a half win right there you yeah, go yeah, yeah. SC Freiburg played Eintracht Frankfurt Freiburg getting the 1-0 <laughs> win the interesting thing about this three red cards in this game including Frankfurt captain David Abraham was sent in uh, sent off in the 96th minute for basically clothes lining uh, Freiburg's coach Christian Strike uh, like, in the technical area shoulder yeah like, yeah this side Laid into him Like a hockey hit And strike goes down Bench is cleared Everyone's kind of hus- Hustling and tussling Yeah uh, Pretty nuts I've never seen a coach Get knocked over like that No that was a really dirty play
1: But I would say If my last name is strike I would be Have better reflexes maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair. Freiburg Fair. are in fourth Hoffenheim fifth Dortmund in sixth
0: Wow Last year's darlings Are in Frankfurt In ninth That's my team I guess Yeah Yeah Okay oh, well. uh, La Lalita. Barcelona four uh Caltavita one Real Madrid four nothing over Ibar. Normalcy returns to the Liga table as Barcelona's top. Real Madrid just behind them in second. They had been out of sorts for a little while. Um, the, another important game in this lead this week. Uh, Real Betis lost to Seville, Sevilla one to two in the Seville Derby. Uh former Real Madrid and Spain coach, Julian Lap. But... Julian t- Lopetegu. Lop- Lop- Lopetegu. Lop- I don't, don't I fucking butchered that. Jesus Christ. I didn't write it down. <laughs> I like yours more.
1: It sound fancy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, is it now the torch of, this, of Sevilla? Which is huge because Sevilla doesn't like Real Madrid or... The national team, apparently. So, getting him in Trojan, having him win the starby is huge for him and his team. I hadn't realized he was actually there, cool. So It's, it's kind of interesting to hear his name again. Uh, in the Champions League, there was a bunch of stuff that happened while we were off the air. Uh, PSG has qualified for the next round in Group A. Real is second in that group. Bayern has qualified in Group B. Juventus in Group D. Uh, but there was a game that we need to talk about. Chelsea versus Ajax. Bunker sound.
1: Event. Sasha, what was the score? So this game had everything, and yes, it ended 4-4, but it was it was 4-1 at a certain point. And two Ajax. Th- two Ajax, yeah. Uh, and this game should have been written off, but Chelsea came back after Ajax gets two red cards, both cumulative, and they almost win it, but they get a fifth goal uh, called back from VAR. They walk away with a point, and I guess both teams can be happy? Both teams... <laughs> to yeah, be
0: happy that he's played the most exciting game of all time, I guess. Uh, this up, one of the goals that I had stored, um, went off the post and off of uh, Kepa's face in full stat fashion into the back of the net. It was beautiful. Uh, I, I think you you Chelsea a lot more grateful,
1: though, like, to get that point at Stanford than Ajax. Well, because they lost that game. Like, but
0: at the same the time, play. you look back and be like, that was mental, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, we got a point, so... <laughs> And the next, I think the best thing for me was that With nine men uh, The game tied at 4-4 Ajax still ran at Chelsea And tried to attack So I uh, to me that that's that's, a, that's the best thing about him I'm looking forward to watching more of them playing But hey uh, we are all going to turn into pumpkins In just a second So why don't you tell oh, no. the good people Where they can find you on Twitter
1: uh, I'm at Pickup Line L-I-O-N
0: I'm at Olsen 716 Um Thanks to the to for their song Lustless as our theme music. They have two new songs that they released on Halloween "To Unspeakable Entity and Leech. You can purchase them on Bandcamp. You can find me at Lock Stock Spock. You can find our podcast at TWO United Fans on Twitter and on fine podcast providers everywhere, which is where I hope you will refer your friends to listen to us. We always want more listeners. Hey, also, you can find our usual producer, Nick Rodriguez, at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. He's off traveling, though, as we mentioned earlier in the show. So with that, we will return in seven days. See ya next week.